Oh yeah, baby. Backdoor cover. Free agency. Kickoff edition. July 1, 2019. Let's go. What's happening? It's Micah. Here with Brad. What's up? Hey, we are back. Back in the building. Back in the booth. It feels good. Feels good. You know who else is back? Who that is? Your Brooklyn Nets. Back for the first time, perhaps. Lot Nets. Yesterday was really something. Shouts to Rachel Nichols. Why? We've never shouted her out before. Why are we shouting She her? hosted the jump for five hours yesterday on live television. They kept rotating people in and out. She yeah. just sat there, and they kept hitting that hype horn thing where the smoke went up. It was. I did see that, actually. It was quite compelling television. She, she was dressed like uh, Poison Ivy from Batman. Yeah, I had several people in my group chat ask what she was wearing uh, in a very confused manner. So, uh, shouts to her, though. She did Do you a, think she just did it like NASCAR and pissed in her chair? No bathroom breaks? I, there were some, I assume there were some opportunities to hit the bathroom. But, I mean... It'd be awesome if she was wearing a hot suit no way, underneath. I mean, I, you, she deserves respect, but it just sh- goes to show you how Not amazing our man uh, Scott Hansen is from NFL Red Zone. He is true. Who goes for seven hours every Sunday... And never goes to the bathroom. And he stands the whole time. Which is amazing. God, that's the greatest show. Hey, we've got a great show for you today, too. And uh, we're excited for everything we're bringing to you this week. Let's start with Mind of Micah. Oh, wait. Our theme song. There you go. Mind of Micah. Uh, Great stuff. Today's episode is me and Peter the Irish guy from Titan High. Uh, talking about A-Rod and his improbable comeback uh, in the public perception of a, uh, people like him now. People never liked him, and now people like him. Because he's a great announcer? He's a great announcer. He's, Analyst, whatever. He's got, a, he's got a business. He's dating Jennifer Lopez. All right, they're engaged. There's a lot going on in A-Rod's life, and people like him now. And it's uh, kind of an amazing comeback story uh, from being the most famous guy in baseball. And he still may be the most famous guy in baseball. It's It's good. Peter is a Yankees fan. And uh, it's it's a compelling read of the week. It's one of the best I've ever done. I'm just going to say that. I believe it. Peter's so, a good guest. Yeah. So search Mind of Micah wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, coming later this week, I'm going to have a little uh, grilling preview for the 4th of July. Uh, you know, I'll tell you everything you need to know about grilling this weekend. Check it out. Micah's your grill captain now. That's uh, Micah's beef of the week. Also... Uh, if you want more of me and Brad talking about sports and stuff, go back and listen to last week's episode where Brad and I talk about the AAF. It was another great read of the week. So subscribe now. Search Mind of Michael wherever you listen to podcasts. The 365 Things Austin podcast. We're coming out with tons of content in the next few weeks. Uh, if you're in Austin, if you care anything about Austin, check it out. 365 Things Austin. Um, and backdoor cover. We did a, a bunch of episodes last week, including Titan High with Elgars and Peter the Irish guy uh, who spent the night before celebrating Vandy's national championship. Elgars famously played outfield for Vandy and uh, got quite turned after they won the College World Series, plus all the other baseball talk and, of course, chain of the week. All right, let's get uh, right to it. NBA free agency. What a a day yesterday. So much action. So much action. On a Sunday. I noticed on Twitter, uh, one of the people, I think it was Chuck, uh, uh, whatever the guy's name is, the guy who's the radio voice of the Mavericks, uh, tweeted out about uh, there was a, a signing in hockey yesterday. 
<laughs> okay. And there was like five million tweets about basketball and one tweet about hockey, which is just funny. All of the other sports are doing this so wrong. I don't understand. There are things I don't understand about this. How right. free agency officially starts at six and all of these deals are already officially done. Like with other teams too. Like, isn't that tampering? I'm so confused by it. It's super tampering, but they should change the rules or something. I don't know. It's it's so bizarre that this. Like, it'd be one thing if it like right at the stroke of six o'clock Eastern, they release the the players that have resigned with their current team because that makes sense. You should be able to sure. talk to your guys. But at six o one, you shouldn't be able to have a deal with another team. Like, or like just, multiple team trades and stuff. It's like three team trades, trades going down. Makes sense though, I think. Do they? Yeah, because teams should be able to talk to other teams, but players should not be able to sign free agency. That, that should it's a definition of tampering, right? But anyway, it's great. It's so compelling. It's, it's so really fucked good. up how other sports are just trash compared to the NBA when it comes to this stuff. They do this so well. The NFL, these guys are out there killing themselves, get some sustaining brain injuries, and uh, they. And they have signed such a bad CBA agreement that the best players never become free agents because uh, the the way that it's set up, teams control all of the leverage. And then they cut players. Like, if you're an NFL player, you've got to be watching this and just want to destroy your union. Blow up the entire NFL. Yeah. And, I mean, baseball. I mean, obviously, Brad and I know about two baseball players, Mike Trout and and, uh, that guy who signed with the Phillies. But uh, Dallas... Jose Borreo... Isn't that how they keep saying it? I, I was talking about uh, the, the I'm white I'm just team. talking about the one guy that Garza always makes fun of from Minnesota. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, uh, you, it, this is all a long way of saying, like, those dudes, out Dallas Keuchel just signed with the Indians, or uh, was it the Indians? I don't know. Dallas Keuchel <laughs> just signed, like, two weeks ago, and a guy won a Cy Young, like, three years ago. Like, it's crazy. Hey, Micah, stick to NBA, buddy. You're yes. doing great. You're right. Okay, so we'll just get back. Like, this is good stuff. This is a frenzy, as they say. As and a, I noticed yesterday, I saw on Twitter, I think I retweeted, at Michael Weiner, mm. the top 10 Twitter trends in America were all NBA-related. Sounds about right. And the number one team tweeted about was the Nets. The number two team was the Knicks. This one's for you, Coach Bobby. This is the good stuff. This is the good stuff. Thank you. Yeah, let me hit the high porn there. All right, so let's get to it. Uh, we'll start with the Nets, and we'll get to the Knicks in a minute. The Nets, they did it. Uh, they signed Kyrie and KD. KD, of course, unlikely to play this season. He's not playing. They also uh, shipped. Uh, well, we'll get to we'll get to the Warriors in a minute. But uh, your first impressions when you heard these guys are going to the Nets? Amazing. It's truly an amazing feat. Like to go from the absolute whipping post of the NBA for all of the most terrible trades, maybe the most terrible trade of all time, giving up that many future first-round picks, to somehow becoming relevant and getting yourself into the playoffs last year with zero picks that they had had over the last, zero first-round picks over the last however many years it's been since Paul Pierce was shipped off over there. Now, they've managed to maintain that core of people that were really good, Basically, I guess they would have been second and third round draft picks, whatever they were. However, they acquired these assets. They've got that Karis LeVert cat. They've got had D'Angelo Russell. They've got a, a number of really good players, Jared Allen, really good, solid core of young talent that they had. They didn't have to get rid of any of it. They didn't have to. They chose to get rid of D'Angelo. But like, so they've got this really nice core base 
of of youthful players on really friendly contracts, not even first round pick tr- contracts, and then they add two of the best, whatever seven, eight, ten players in the league, with KD being top three when he's healthy, and you know Kyrie being among the top ten. You would think. Uh, I think it's great, man. I think it's really great. And then DeAndre Jordan, although he may be a little washed up, he's a big son bitch that can get rebounds and still play at least de- defense. You see so. that KD and Kyrie gave up money to to make sure that uh, DeAndre. DeAndre Jordan got paid. I didn't see that. No. Yeah, they both they both took less than max deals so that DeAndre could make ten million a year. DeAndre Jordan is the single most liked player in the NBA. Have you ever noticed? Why this? is that? I don't know. He must be just a fucking great guy. He must just like be if like you a, ever watch him before games or after games. Every player on the other team daps him up. People hug him even after like close losses. He's there like hugging everybody. Everyone loves DeAndre Jordan. When and he these burns dudes out, I bet he's going to have a, a career in uh, announcing. He'll probably replace Shaq on inside the NBA. I don't know. No, DeAndre. I've never heard him say an interesting thing in his life. Well, I mean, life. if he's that liked, it's probably because he's charming and enjoyable to talk to. Perhaps. I mean, if you just think about the shit that happened, he. The, the Clippers locked him in, in a, a house to keep him away from free agency, I don't know, three or four years ago. Yeah, they were playing video after games. After he had agreed with the, the the Mavs. Then when he becomes a free agent again, the Mavs still sign him because they love him so much. And then they ship him away. And and then $10 million a year. He's, he's, you can't justify that for that dude in this well, stage. And then career. these two world-class players take less just so that they can have him on their team as the as the final guy must be the best friend in the world he must be a good dude so anyways shouts to deandre lob city baby shouts to deandre i mean they still have jared allen who is probably a better player and much better far more uh potential at this point and he's super young like what is he in his third fourth year yeah i mean it's kind of crazy um He's one of like the twelve Texas big men that have come out over the last ten years that have been good, even though Texas has sucked ass basically at basketball for God knows how long. Uh, anyhow, lots of talent on that team, lots of young talent on very friendly contracts, and then they add three, well, two superstars and one guy in his twilights of his career, but that is still a very good player. Uh, they're going to be interesting this year, and they're going to be really, really competitive next year. Yeah, I agree. So shouts, shouts to the Nets for somehow they pulled a rabbit out of a hat. Like you know, I heard so much about KD yesterday that the injury is on his off leg, so it's he doesn't need the power to, like it's a good thing that it's that leg. This guy's also a sniper; he can shoot it from from deep. Even if the guy loses twenty percent of his athleticism, thirty percent, right. he's still going to be a killer. He's still seven foot tall and unguardable. He could establish a point, uh, you know, a post game. Like and he's a light dude. He's always been the skinny guy. Sure. Like, that's got to help. He's not carrying as much weight. Anyway, things are looking quite good for the Nets. They are um, obviously the big winner from yesterday. And they probably won't be great this year. They'll probably limp into the playoffs towards the back half of the the East or whatever. Yeah. So they're going to have another good draft pick, if not a couple, depending on how many they've got, they pulled off for some of their past trades and, and stuff like that. They've got a lot of stuff coming in, and then they're going to have these two guys just gearing up for a run like they're going to be good for many years they're so relevant the the only thing is i'm not sure how good those how well those two guys are going to mesh like this becomes a this reminds me of westbrook and and durant all over again you think so i mean Kyrie is a shoot first point guard he likes to dribble and dribble and dribble and dribble and dribble he's not uh, a guy who drives and kicks he's not a creator in the classic sense in that same vein though like kd had no problem being the off-ball guard with two other very no, ball true. dominant players. That's so, true. like, 
in in Golden State. I mean, I just I don't think it's a perfect fit. But that means, and and really, the bigger risk here is you have two people who are essentially psychos. <laughs> that's a fact. I mean, Kevin Durant. <laughs> we like Kevin Durant. Maybe that's why they paid got paid less to get DeAndre in there, so that somebody wasn't a psycho in that. Yeah, locker somebody room. can can keep everybody together. A like a big guy. Oh, who we can like beat DeAndre on too. Yeah, we have a flat earther and a guy who has burner Twitter accounts. <laughs> we Did need you see DeAndre the video in here. That Kyrie posted of himself like making out with his girlfriend in the rain no. in China and stuff. You got to go look at his Instagram. It's like you post this video and it, there's like a lot of words that come out and they're all in English. But you don't really know what he's exactly saying. It's just like you're. It's very confusing. Ralph, stop it. Ralph the dog is here, uh, slobbering into the microphone. Ralph, here. MWBK's new podcast studio is complete, and uh, Ralph is about to be eg- uh, escorted out. And we apologize for the, the loud dog uh, talk. Exiled. Anyway, yeah, uh, he's still back. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Ralph's the best. Anyway, the, this is all like these two guys are. Are kind of mercur- mercurial? Is that the right word? Mercurial. 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 I can't. There's some words I can't say. That's one of them. But it's a good word you to describe these two. Like, uh, mercurial. You kind of sound like uh, Mike Tyson when you say it. <laughs> Thank mercurial. you. Mercurial. Mercurial. <laughs> uh, shouts. Shouts to the Knicks or to the Nets. No shouts to the Knicks. Okay, I'm ready to argue this. Oh, okay. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll let you take the take the floor. Okay. So they missed. They missed big. And they sound like assholes because they said that they had cleared all of this cast space and that they are ready to sign two max free agents, and it looked like it was going to be Kyrie and Kevin Durant. They didn't land those guys. Whether or not they didn't actually offer them their their max contracts, like with the news came out that they weren't ready to offer Kevin Durant at max, I don't know that I really believe that. I think that's kind of some PR spin. What I do know is once you've missed you move on like it's now it's time to target years in the future and what they do have is a very good core of young they players. do not brad they do do they do they have a very good core of young good players all on good contracts and everybody who they have signed that's a mid-level or whatever not on their rookie contract I'm they only are signing like them Steve for two, they're only going. signing them for two years so they're they are they are stacking the deck so that they are going to have as much possible cat space as much possible draft picks in that 2021 draft, which is the one I think that they've targeted as uh, the high school kids being able to come in. Is that right? Something like that. Anyways, it's supposed to be a very important draft for multiple reasons, and I'm not sure all of the different factors to that. But from that standpoint, once you've whiffed, that's a huge disaster. But now you look back at their, you look at the contracts that they've got on the books and you look at the players that they've got, they've got a good young core of, of, of players and they've got the only the only guys that they've got on the lit, the roster that aren't young and are going to be on like their rookie contracts are people that are on short term deals that they can boot for when that they James they Dolan do. ought to hire you. I I, I can't hear any more spin? of this. The, it's it is good spin. This is a goddamn disaster. Now, <laughs> it's not ideal. No, it is the worst. They traded Porzingis yes. to open up a max spot. They right. had one guy. They Oh, don't bite that. They had one guy who they have drafted since since Patrick Ewing, who was an all-star. Right. No, since... Yeah, okay, you're since right. Since Patrick Ewing, who turned out to be an all-star. It, he's seven foot one. He's young as shit. And you trade him so you can get a max deal. Now, he may have a, a weird rape uh, allegation against him, so perhaps there may be more to that. Well, the other thing is, they but have, it didn't stop the the Mavericks from signing him to a max deal yesterday. So, 
I don't know if it was Pat Ewing or who it was, but it was somebody that long ago that was the last first-round draft pick that they signed to their second contract. So the, the Knicks have a track record of either drafting poorly or botching the relationship with their higher draft picks, whatever that may be. So they means. trade him away because they're going to get Kevin Durant or they're going to get Kyrie. They're, they're clearing go, they've got space. clearing space. And then you miss on all of these guys. You tank all season long so you get Zion. You don't get Zion. And then you end up signing Julius Randle to a three-year, $63 million deal. No, it's two-year with a one-player option, I think. But whatever. Three-year, $63 million. Three-year, $63 million. He is 24. That's good. But he went for 21-8 and eight last year for the Pelicans, a team that couldn't make the playoffs with Anthony Davis for at least part of the year. <laughs> right. They also signed a two-year, $20 million deal with Taj Gibson, who's 1,000 years old. Uh, he's 34 years old, who averaged 10 points last season. They also got Bobby Portis for two years, 31 million. See how they're all two years? They're doing this on purpose. But you can't, you can't point to this summer all year long. They were sending out marketing materials right. that, that had pictures of Kevin Durant. I remember. Them. You remember and, this? And now he is in New York. They also signed you. a two-year, $16 million deal with Wayne Ellington. Two years. These guys are all trash. You're right, and that's why they're uh, Randall's two years. a good piece. Randall's, uh, Randall's a nice piece, and then they've got really this, good this talent. This team is not a playoff team. Oh, hell no. And they don't, they don't have good be. talent. They are terrible. They want to tank, and they want to get good draft picks for the next two or three years. It's rebuilding if time. You, they've been rebuilding for like 20 years, I know. Well, they've this been, team they've is done fucking a shitty, garbage. They've done a shitty job of rebuilding, and they finally brought in a, a general manager that can actually run shit. I think his name's Steve Mills. And I think, what is he, in his second year, whatever he's in? He's very early into his deal. Well, I'm the, just saying. The problem isn't him. It, we the have problem. a problem. I'm, I'm going to go to the, the clips here because I'm too angry. <laughs> okay, let's here get is, somebody else Here's Matt angry. Barnes talking about uh, James Dolan and the, the biggest problem with the Knicks. Uh, there's right. no hope in New York until <laughs> Dolan sells the what, right, wait, 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 right there, right there. Right there. Sell the team, man. <laughs> Give New York some hope. There's no hope while you're running that team. There's just not like Andre Iguodala said. No one's going to New York. <laughs> no one. How about Stephen Burnout, A. Who this morning the one says, and only Steve, "Here he is." The one and only Stephen There's A. Smith. Stephen a. Go ahead, Stephen A. The floor is 100% yours. I don't even want the floor. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's 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 pretty difficult to put into words how disgusted I am, how depressed I am about the New York Knicks. I mean, you lose Kevin Durant. You lose Kyrie Irving. That's bad. You lose them to the Brooklyn Nets. 20 miles, I mean 20 minutes away. Not 20 miles, 20 minutes away. And that's only because you got to take into account traffic. It's probably, it's actually quicker. And then you take, then you, you reminisce and you're reminded that they let go of Chris Stapps for Zingas. Now, if you listen to the Knicks, they'll say, we moved Chris Stapps for Zingas because Chris Stapps came into our office, told us he wanted out. Okay. You listen to other folks, they talk about he didn't necessarily want out. He just wanted to meet with Dolan. Dolan has nothing to do with basketball operations. It's really about Steve Mills and those guys. Whatever the damn story is. Do you know why Chris Stapps Porzingis was called the unicorn? Kevin Durant gave him that nickname. That's who gave him that nickname. Which means that Kevin Durant liked him. Which means that he was an attractive commodity to Kevin Durant. Which means that if you had Chris Stapps Porzingis, you might have been your chances of having Kevin Durant. So it's bad 
enough that yesterday happened, but you are forced to reflect upon the times, the days, and the weeks, and the months leading up to the decision that happened yesterday. And then when you pull it all together, you realize that the New York Knicks, the New York Knicks, once again, got in their own damn way. And now we're talking about the Mecca. It's supposed to be Madison Square Garden. It's supposed right, to we, be Midtown Manhattan. Where's the Bright Lights, Big City, Broadway. All right, and instead, on, it's the Barclays Center off Atlantic Avenue <laughs> in Brooklyn, New York. That gives new meaning to congestion. Okay? <laughs> Nobody cared. Nobody cared. Kevin Durant didn't care. Kyrie Irving didn't care. I got Jay-Z calling, laughing at me. All right, thank I hope Stephen Jay-Z a is, is calling him laughing. Stephen A is the goat. He's carrying ESPN right now. If How he much, is on the screen, I'm going to watch now. The amount of joy that you get out of people's misery is uncomfortable, Micah. You were over there just no, cackling I, that I whole time. It. Look, you enjoyed the, the shit good. out of that. Don't fucking get this twisted. You loved when that, I, that whole When I told my girlfriend about what happened yesterday, she was like, oh, so this means that all of the basketball games in New York are going to be too expensive for us to go to. And I was like, it's, <laughs> that's actually probably true because Knicks games cost a million dollars. That's if you even buy a real ticket. I got hustled out of my money the only time I tried. Yeah, you you moron. I'm d- I am dumb. It was one of the funniest things I've ever heard. But anyway, um, it's this is the worst day. Is Stephen A said this is the worst day in Knicks franchise history, and I I agree with him. Eh. You can't you can't. They've been miserable and they've been targeting this summer, and now now you're like, oh well, they got assets. A couple years from now, they're gonna be good. The Nets got so much better. Oh, the Nets. How, how do you take a back seat to the Nets? Well, everybody in the whole league just took a backseat to the Nets, so it's not well, just the Knicks. not the Lakers, but uh, it's a terrible day for the Knicks. It's a terrible day for the NBA. The The NBA is better when it matters to when people go to the Mecca. Like Michael Jordan, when he would go for 55 at, at the Garden, it mattered because the Knicks were good. At the Garden. At the Garden. If somebody goes in and goes for 60 at the Garden, nobody's going to give a shit because they were guarded by, you know, whoever, whichever hack that... that can barely, you know, barely out of the G League and Julius Randle making $22 million. Frankie Smokes. So, sorry, Knicks fans. Uh, let's move on a little bit to the Warriors, who it seemed everyone on Twitter was having a real good time saying that the Warriors are dead after uh, after Durant leaves. And uh, in the wake of this, it appears that they have traded for D'Angelo Russell. I love that. I love it, too. Isn't that great? What a nice little, like, Peace for them to sign and get in the door. He's healthy. He's very good. He's, he's on his way up. What is he, 23? Yeah, 23, 24. He's a young cat, and he's very good. I don't know if this is a downgrade for the Warriors. If they would have re-signed Kevin Durant. I mean, okay, he's out for 20. He's out for the entire year. Yes. This year, they are better moving towards next year, and you never know how long these guys are going to stay healthy or when they fall off a cliff. Steph's a guy that's had injuries problems uh, in the past, not in the last few years I mean, but they he's they're small. not gonna be good defensively and they were oh, gonna be terrible defensively. they were great when they had kevin durant well, and they shipped out igadala who right. had some uh, critical things to say but i think that's mostly attacks you know they're trying to get under the cap people what are they sending the grizzlies or something yeah he got sent to the grizzlies great and, grand. and that's you know another great defender but he was pretty much done anyway he was old um i don't know who's left for them to pick up to give them some defense but this is a team, you know, people are going to want to go play with the Warriors still. They're going to the new arena. It's going to actually play be Steph. more fun to watch. It's going to be like 125 to 118 every night. Yeah. And, I mean, that's a that's a backcourt. And especially, you know, with Clay not being not being there. I, I guess you play Clay, you just play Clay at the three. 
Yeah. And once he does come back, and oh my God, that's some shooting. Uh, so it's pretty deadly. Everybody who wanted to, to declare the Warriors dead. Uh, this is going to be a new era, though, without Iguodala. Uh, and I did enjoy the jokes about D'Angelo Russell doing people, uh, doing Iggy's wrong. Because, uh, you know, he he did uh, Swaggy P so bad when he yeah. was dating Iggy. Uh, Iggy Azalea, and now right. he forced Iggy out of uh, Golden he, State. But So he's got a thing about, he's an Iggy killer. Apparently. But, yeah, I mean, I hate, I hate it because I don't really care for the Warriors, but... I like them much better now. It I just, also means I that Draymond's going to get a you know. I mean, you run those four guys out there. This is this is a scary scary group now. No, I mean, what's going to happen to I mean, Boogie? Scary you all think the they time. get Boogie back? I, I wonder if Boogie I, gets healthy and becomes. I a don't freak think they have the be. money for Boogie. No, but who knows? Boogie could sign another small deal, and Boogie has not signed. He's one of the the names that's still out there. Uh, let's talk about the 76ers. They, they did great. They re-signed um, uh, Tobias Harris. Uh, to a max deal, and then they get they steal Al Horford away from the the Celtics. This is a big move. So they also traded. Uh, sorry, I'm facing away from the mic. They traded Jimmy buckets, and in return they got Josh Richardson, who's kind of like a younger version of him. He's like a six foot five, six foot six. Mm-hmm. He can be do- ball dominant, but he plays really well off the ball. He shoots really well, and he's like a lockdown defender for that position. He's a really a great asset for them to pick up. Um, yeah, and then like you said, they got Al Horford. They locked in Tobias. I think they came to a deal with um, Ben Simmons as well. If they're not, they haven't yet. They're about to. So I mean, I think that they're actually in a much better position than they were when they had Jimmy Buck. It's like. I think that their locker room is relieved by quite a bit, and the, all the stress and pressure that was on uh, Ben Simmons is like, kind of like, he was the whipping post, honestly, because Jimmy Butler was better with the ball. He was the better person to bring the ball up, and if if Ben Simmons is not bringing the ball up, he's just like an off-ball dunker who can't shoot. They're going to need Sim- Simmons has to get better. He's yes. got to be able to shoot. But and now there's nobody who can athlete. actually take the ball from him. There's nobody who's a better option than him. So, like, now he can comfortably well, Tobias run Tobias Harris offense. better be able to, to... If you're going to pay him max money, he better be able to run the offense through Tobias. Yes, but he doesn't um, have to be the point guard. And Al Horford, Al Horford gives you that toughness and that veteran leader that, that you lose when you lose Jimmy Butler. Because you remember, this team had... I, I think that uh, their coach said Jimmy Butler's the adult in the room. Brett Brown. Called him James Butler. And he was the only guy who wanted the ball at the end of the games. He played like a fucking man. Uh, Joel is, is I'm sick. I can't play. <laughs> like, do you think Al Horford is going to allow that? Like, Jimmy Butler is a fucking psycho, too. But Jimmy Butler's like, you don't play. I'll fucking get all the buckets. I don't care. Yes. Al Horford's going to be like, get your fucking nuts going, and let's, let's make this podcast about nuts and get in the game. Yes, put your nuts on the table. So Al Horford, although Al Horford's old. I mean... I, you do get a little younger with Josh Richardson than, than Butler, and I don't know if I'd sign Jimmy Butler to a max deal, but so with the, somebody the did. The thing that's good about Butler Horford goes to Miami, of course, is he comes in and he adds that adult factor, like you're talking about. He and he's adds, also he's also a guy that has killed them. Yes, he's been a notorious Sixers killer. So you know, but he, he what, stretches. How the better floor. just to take him away? He's good as a three point shooter for someone of his size and position. He's he's a good leader. He's he adds like that presence to the locker room that makes people feel accountable. Uh, I think that he is just a fantastic addition. It's exactly what they needed. Um, yeah, and I mean they're like the biggest team in the fucking NBA f- over the last. Well, I, I can't think of a team that's ever been this large as 
Josh Richardson point guard, uh, Tobias Harris at the yeah, two. Yeah, they are long. Or I guess it would be Ben Simmons, yeah, Ben Simmons, Tobias. I mean, like those six, guys ten. are all like 6'10". Everybody's 6'9". Then you lineup. got the two guys in the front court uh, in... in um, Shit, I'm blanking on names now. Horford and, and Embiid. Thank you very much. That's a big-ass team. That's yeah. the Monstars. No, that's true. That's yeah. true. And they should be should be tough defensively. It'll be interesting to see how Brett Brown like sets that team up offensively because he's had to revamp it two or three years in a row where they've kind of changed it since before Jimmy Buckets came. Then after Jimmy Buckets came, they became like yeah, a harder Yeah, it's no longer the process. Role. This is a totally different team now. And he's, I mean, he's going to have to get very creative to figure out how to get all of that length on the floor in an effective manner. But I think that it's probably the most excited he's going to be about a, a roster going into the season. This it's is a really weird interesting how group. dramatically different this team is every right. year. Um, but should be, I mean, I think it's, it's a good move. Uh, the Celtics uh, lose Horford, but they do sign Kimba Walker. Which is a huge who deal. Is, they trade out. And they lose Irving, uh, one All Star starter, and pick up Kimba the second, uh, the second starting guard for the uh, in the East last year. So, you know, Kimba, Kimba's not as good as Kyrie, but we'll see what happens. And and uh, you know, I think they, as far as they keep missing in free agents and and draft picks and stuff too, but. I think as far as that goes, that's a pretty good deal. Every, for the most part, most of the teams that lost somebody end up adding somebody back. The exception here is Charlotte, who has added no one. The team with the best record in the East last year, Milwaukee, re-signs Chris Middleton to a huge deal and Brooke Lopez, who was the best value in all of basketball last year. Um, and they on a reasonable contract. I think it was about 10 a year. But they did lose Malcolm Brogdon, um, which I think is a, a mistake. I know you can't keep everybody, but I'd rather have Brogdon than Middleton. Um, but Brogdon goes to the Pacers, where that's going to be a powerful backcourt with Oladipo. And even the the, the East is kind of crazy. The the Pistons added Derrick Rose, and uh, the Hawks have had two top ten picks joining their team, and then they got another one uh, with a uh, as part of uh, the sign and trade deal with Butler. So things are, you know, the East may be stronger than the West for the first time. And that, that doesn't speak at all about the champions, uh, Toronto. Uh, the Raptors haven't made any moves because we don't know what's going on with Kawhi. Kawhi is yet to sign in, in a, I, I can't decide if it's a power move or just some, just a weird thing to do just to sit out the, the beginning of this. Maybe he doesn't know where he's going. The rumors, of the Lakers continue to swirl. He hasn't had all his meetings yet. How is that possible, though? I think he's still got to meet with... I mean, I guess if you're the best player, you just say, you know, the world in, can wait for me. Wasn't he in Bolivia or somewhere, like, chilling? He was in Barbados. Barbados, that's right. Yeah. Maybe he just really doesn't know where he's going. I guess he doesn't. I mean, he's not in any rush. I guess his team's getting fucked if he keeps on waiting. And then you've got, like, the Clippers and Rockets who have done nothing. The Rockets, a lot of people thought just by staying pat would be the best team in the West with Golden State, you know, possibly falling apart. But that's going to be a challenge now. The team most interesting to me that's a little under the radar is the Pelicans, who signed J.J. Redick and traded for Derek Favors and are probably going to be playoff contenders. And they picked up some foreign guy who was like the lead leading scorer in whatever EuroLeague he played in, which sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, the Pelicans are super deep and they've got Zion. So... They're going to be fun to watch. And then the Mavs, the Mavericks uh, signed Porzingis, as we mentioned, to a max deal. 
and they're in they're you know they're in the the conversation for everything. I can't wait to watch that team with the Porzingis. Trailblazers re-signed Damian Lillard. I think he's making like forty two million per year on average, which he's is getting crazy. Paid. Uh, they got Rodney Hood, so they're bringing back their squad. OKC, of course, has uh, Westbrook and George, although didn't really make any moves. Did you see Mirtic decided to go sign with some team in Europe? Yes, very strange. How when he odd. Was, he was probably I mean, going to demand a forty too. to fifty million dollar contract yeah. in the NBA. I don't really get that. Maybe he's going to wait and sit out next year's free agency class looks worse. Uh, the team that no one's talking about, and they should be, is probably the Utah Jazz, who may have the best record next year in the in the West. That is a prediction coming from me. They're going to be in the top two or three, I think. Uh, they traded for Mike Conley before the draft. Right. Then they added uh, Bojan Bogdanovich, Bogdanovich and Ed Davis on Sunday. Uh, Bogdanovich is a good player. He's a really good player. And then, he's uh, so perfect for fucking the Jazz, too. This yeah. mid-sized white guy. Austin Crozier kind of prototype. No doubt. The uh, Nuggets the Nuggets uh, elected to pay Paul Millsap $30 million to keep him for one more year, and they locked down Jamal Murray with a five-year max, which is no a big thing. So, of course, they're a contender, and they're just going to get better. So the West is interesting. The East is interesting. You know who else got really good is the Pacers did some pretty good work for Yeah, themselves. they really did. They really so, did. I mean, every t- this is what the thing is. Like, depending on where Kawhi lands, I mean, if he lands in the Lakers, obviously they're basic. They're the favorites for the foreseeable future. But if he lands in in Toronto or Anywhere somewhere else, else the, the league is wide open. Like fifteen teams could win the championship next year. Yeah, me maybe not that many. Not that, that be, many. That may be a little generous, but a good number, which is not something that the NBA has had in many no, many this, years. If if Kawhi kind of goes back to Toronto, if he goes anywhere but the Lakers, right? They are the whole league is wide open it in a way that, that it hasn't it? been a long way. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Hey, you know what else we both agree on, Brand? What's that? How much we love our Lisa mattresses. You said it, man. Hey, and we talk about it all the time. You guys have heard us talk about Lisa and Sapira by Lisa for months, for years, actually. These mattresses rarely go on sale, and they are on sale right now for the Red, White, and Snooze 4th of July mattress set. I like that. Yeah, it's good. If you're looking for a new mattress this summer, now is the best time to shop. They have only done two. This is the best, uh, the best price... The best sale they have had all year. They did it only one other time for Memorial Day. So if you've been waiting to pull the trigger on a mattress, now is the time. It's July. We're halfway through the year. They've only run two sales. So do not sleep on this deal. Save tonight, snooze tonight with Lisa. Or save today, snooze tonight with Lisa. It's your best chance to shop their 4th of July mattress sale. You don't want to miss this. Get better rest on Lisa's award-winning mattresses, the all-foam Lisa mattress is made with premium, exclusive foam for comfort and support. And the Sapira Hybrid features premium foam, individually wrapped springs for enhanced sleep experience. If you're worried about ordering a mattress online, don't be. Lisa's mattresses have a 100-night in-home trial. That's right. If you don't love your Lisa, send it back for a full refund. These mattresses are made proudly in the USA, which, I mean, what more do you need? How, how Celebrate uh, your patriotism by buying an all-American product. We always talk about how your purchase has a purpose. Lisa donates one mattress to a nonprofit for every 10 they sell. And that means there's 33,000 Americans that are sleeping on a bed that otherwise wouldn't. How good is that? Come on. For a limited time, our listeners get 15% off mattresses plus two free pillows with any mattress purchase while supplies last. These pillows are awesome. So shop this sale. Get 15% off plus two free um, pillows right now. The sale will not last long. That's lisa.com slash BDC. L-E-E-S-A dot com slash B-D-C. That promo code will be automatically uh, applied when you go to lisa.com slash B-D-C. Check it out. Do not sleep on this sale. Hey, Brad. 
What's up? Let's talk NFL for a minute. Let's do it. Well, less than a minute. There's only 66 days till kickoff. Can't wait. That's it. That's that's the whole bit. That's the whole sp- That's the whole. Uh, Apparently, segment. there's something about Zeke Elliott is going to meet with the commissioner over something he did because he's a moron. But quit doing shit, man. Just just, just stay home, Zeke. Or just yeah, just stay home, man. Have the party at your house. Stop partying. Or, or stop partying. <laughs> How about you be a professional? Yeah, just, just be an NFL player for the next three years and then retire. That's and it. be rich as shit. 66 days till kickoff. It'll be here soon. Preseason will be here before we know it. Exciting. Football. It's, it's almost back. Can't wait. Hey, let's talk MMA. We told you to watch the Francis Ngannou Jr. Dos Santos fight on Saturday. And if you blinked, you missed it. It only went a minute and 11 seconds in the first round. Ngannou knocked Jr. the hell out. I was browning out, so I saw it, but I don't remember much of it. Well, it didn't last very long. Uh, Dos Santos released a statement. He said, the climb is tough and long, as as you all know, and sometimes, like tonight, months of perfect preparation and strategy are overshadowed by a millisecond mistake. There isn't much to say now other than to congratulate Francis Ngannou for capitalizing so effectively on my mistake. That's uh, not the best statement I've ever heard, but this is this is the reality. We both said there would be a knockout, and in fact, there was. These are Quick. two big, strong men, and you can't make a mistake. You could just say, I want to congratulate Francis Ngannou and left out the for capitalizing so effectively on my mistake line, but whatever. Shouts to Junior Dos Santos, former heavyweight champion. Uh, Ngannou looks to be next uh, as a heavyweight championship fight. He's coming into his own, like they tried to get him into the the spotlight as the next big thing, and now he's kind of matured. And he's, it's it's been an amazing time, year right? for him. Uh, a year ago, he fought and had such a boring fight. People were saying it was the worst fight in UFC history. He got booed out of the arena. Brock Lesnar came up. If you remember this, Brock Lesnar got in the ring and yeah. called him a pussy. Uh, <laughs> like, it was crazy. And he said, hey, you suck. Uh, so, and now he's back to being the number one contender again, and he'll probably get the winner of Stipe uh, versus uh, DC, although uh, DC is likely to retire. I don't know. We'll see what, when you get there. We have one hotline call. Let's go. 800-392-6344. We actually have two. One is for Titan High, which you'll hear later this week with Brad Elgars and Peter the Irish guy. Uh, one hotline call, 800-392-6344. Here it is. I don't know the context. I just want to play it for you, and I'll say that I really enjoyed this call. Uh, I don't know who sent it. it. Just here it is. Listen. Hey, Will from Michigan. Fuck you. All right, bye. That's it. That's the call. Seven seconds. Oh, to the Will. Point. Sorry, Will. Big loser. It's been a rough go for Michigan the last week. I have no idea who that caller is. He didn't say his name. He just wanted to dunk on Will from Michigan, which I encourage. So That's some ghost if you want to, bullying. If you want to dunk on Brad or me or Will in Michigan or that caller, 800-392-6344, 392 Six, three, four, and four. if you're dunking on anyone, you can count on Micah playing it because he gets off on this shit. I do. He's an, he's a villain. Well, good stuff. I think that pretty much does it for today. We will. Well, Brad will be back later this week. Uh, we're going to record tomorrow night, actually. Oh, yeah, there you go with Titan High. Uh, so you get your baseball fix. I'm going to be hungover on a Tuesday. It's going to be a long week. If, if I have anything to hang out major happens, I may have to call Brad live from Portland, Oregon. That would be great for an emergency podcast. Uh, the last time we did an emergency podcast while I was on vacation, I did it from a nail salon in uh, Scarsdale, New York. Next to a giant green dumpster out yeah. back. That never, was tight. Never been done before. So we'll see if, if anything breaks, we are committed to doing that. 800-392-6344 is the hotline call. Follow us on Instagram at Backdoor Cover Podcast. Uh, follow Brad at Bradley B. Key. 
Follow me at Michael Weiner, M-I-C-A-H-W-I-E-N-E-R. Follow me on Snapchat at Micah TX. Check out Mind of Micah. Check out 365 Things Podcast. It's great. Have a great 4th of July, my friends. If You'll hear from Brad before you hear from me, but enjoy it. And of course, check out that 4th of July sale, lisa.com slash BDC. This has been a production of MWBK Sales and Creative. Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>